Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. And Julie, today is August. Oh my, had that happen. We're on our second half of our U.S. tour, August the 2nd. And this is going to be a fantastic week in real estate headlines. A quick reminder, there might be, what, five months left this year? Yes. And uh, even though there are five months left this year, don't let yourself be lulled into complacency thinking you've got five months left to accomplish your goals because even though you do, technically, you don't because really if you uh, roll the calendar back starting in December, November, October, September, you start looking at the actual viable work days. Viable work days mean, meaning even if you want to work, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have anybody to work with. Your buyers and your sellers or your bankers and your title companies are going to be closed or doing whatever they do at the holidays. So you're looking at realistically maybe two weeks in December. You're looking at realistic maybe three weeks in November. Last week in October is a wash. Um, September, sometimes you have slowdowns depending on where you are in the country when kids go back to school for the first August week. August as well. And that's yep. a, a kind of prequel that I wanted them to look out for. Starting, I know Zoe School starts back in about a week and a half. So anywhere from like first or second week of August to first or second week of September, depending on where you are, that's back to school week and people are distracted. This is normal. It is an absolutely normal slowdown for you to have fewer showings and fewer sales during that time frame. Each year, every year, pandemic year, no pandemic year, does not matter. So when you see your showings drop or you see your callback activity and appointment setting be a little frustrated, the world is not indeed coming to an end. It is a normal slowdown, and it usually bounces really hard back in a good way around October, September, October. What we think is going to happen this year is similar to the patterns that happen every year, but even more so, because yeah. we think there are a lot of people, um, and our anecdotal evidence is just the sheer number of humans that we're tripping across on our U.S. tour. <laughs> yeah. You know, Even in uh, the wayward towns that we're passing through, it's almost impossible to find a hotel. I mean, it's incredible, just some dusty roadside hotel you know, some Holiday Inn or whatever, which, by the way, are really nice, a lot of them. But they're uh, they're sold out or they're charging like four or $500 a night. It's incredible just because of the demand is so fluid right now. Um, I think there are a lot of people that are doing traveling. There are a lot of people that are taking time off for the summer, celebrating their end to COVID. And, uh, you know, that's going to bounce back and you're going to have a rush of people. Typically what happens is they come back from holiday, from vacations, and then what happens is they want to buy a house and close on it before the end of the year. Usually there's a mini rush before kids go back to school, and then there's another rush before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They're just psychological end times that are, you know, end zone uh, times where people have in mind to be in their new home. So that is what you're going to be experiencing. Now, the challenge you're going to have is when you get to your sellers, some of the sellers, usually right after uh, Halloween, they're going to start thinking about putting their house on the market next year. And don't worry, when we get closer to that time of year, Julie and I will be inundating you with techniques and scripts to make it so that they still want to put their houses on the market this year. One thing is for sure, there is never, even though this is crazy because the seller's market is making things seem like um, in some markets that uh, owning a home is unobtainable. If this is the new hard reset for home values and values in general, if this inflation that we're experiencing, which Julie and I have been warning all of you guys about for how long? Two years, two and a half years. We knew it was going to come with all the printing of the money. It was inevitable. 
So it is definitely here in earnest. And what does that mean? It means uh, that there's not going to be a, depreciate, a depreciationary cycle in most parts of the country, if any parts of the country at all. In other words, the new ridiculous price <laughs> that some houses is probably sticking. It's probably sticking forever, and that becomes the new base price. And the thing that will not, or that that you can't necessarily assume will stay low, or stay static, are the interest rates. So even if the prices seem, you know inflated because they are compared to the way they were like 18 months ago that could very well be the new base price and everything from here forward is going to be adding on to whatever that price is but again interest rates while they remain low it is imperative that you do not let your buyers get frustrated or frankly your sellers uh, you know miss this market because this is probably going to be one of the last best times well this is probably the best time in the past uh, 30 years to be in the real estate industry, believe it or not. And that's the reason so many agents are getting into the industry, but also are people getting uh, becoming agents and getting into the industry, I should have said. But this is also going to be one of the best times to buy a house if you are assuming that interest rates will increase and prices will increase. You're going to be thanking your lucky stars for having locked in a payment that is in many cases, in many markets, lower than what someone's paying in rent. Speaking of um, not rent, but speaking of housing news, Julie, you have something yes. to share with all these guys? Well, this is important. A lot of them are property managers. Many of them are investors themselves with single family homes and maybe duplexes and things of that nature. And you certainly have investors who are looking to purchase with you. So here is the latest headlines. Hot off the presses, FHA and FHFA have re-upped the eviction bans at Biden's urging. I'm just going to read the top headlines and then you guys can make sure you put this in the hopper and you have the facts. A day before the federal eviction ban lapses, so this, this came out on July 30th, they were supposed to lapse on the 31st, so this happened right before the weekend. The Biden administration is using the levers it has through federal agencies to keep evictions on ice until September. The Federal Housing Finance Agency, that's the FHFA and the FHA, Federal Housing Administration, today both announced they would each extend their eviction bans on borrowers of foreclosed properties. Uh, let's see. Other federal agencies are expected to follow suit, and they go in to talk about the pandemic and blah, blah, blah. But the point is that they have once again extended the foreclosure bans through September. So there you go. That and that reinforces the podcast Julie and I did a few weeks ago. Julie, that's enough. Uh, re reinforces the uh, podcast we did a few weeks ago that was talking about the – Julie wanted to get into the weeds with the more statistics. No, I was just looking for a couple of things. The, the other thing is um, – to point them to Housing Wire to read Rick Sharga's take on why another foreclosure tsunami is still unlikely. He's got some interesting things on that. Okay. So, you know. Yeah. Well, we that talked about that in our podcast two or three weeks yes. ago, and actually we cited Rick as one of our experts who was exactly. giving us the information. So moral of the story is stay the course, guys. If anything, try to pick up your momentum into the uh, new year. I know it's crazy to say new year because it's August, but our coaching brains always go to the agents who are thinking about slowing down. Uh -huh. This is the worst time of the year to be slowing down, even though I know a lot of you are feeling burned out and you want to take a break. Do take a break. Take a little summer vacation. You know, take a little bit, a couple long weekends. It's perfectly normal and fine. But understand that your new year effectively starts at the end of this quarter. In other words, and if you want to have a fantastic 2022, you've got to be preparing in the previous quarter, if not now, of the previous year by fostering new relationships and getting new potential listings in particular started. One of the smartest things you can be doing is learning how to be a listing agent quickly. And that's the reason we have the Premier Coaching Program. The Premier Coaching Program is primarily a lead generation program showing you how to generate seller leads for free. Once you know how to generate the seller leads, we're going to show you how to pre-qualify them. We're going to show you how to you know, send them a pre-listing pack, how to 
to compete and win on the listing appointment. The smartest thing for you to do is become a listing agent now because it's just going to get tougher on the buyer side of the transaction. I don't think I need to convince any of you that that is true. So go ahead and text the word success to 47372. Text the word success to 47372. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link and you can join the premier coaching program for around $100 a month. Just text the word success to 47372. So Julie, what is the topic? Yes. That we have okay. For and this is by special request of some of our podcast listeners and certainly our premier coaching members, because we do discuss this from time to time. Now you and I typically rail against playing around on social media like TikTok and all of the other distractions, but you should be posting some things, of course. Well, so let's set this up. Yeah. So what a lot of people do is they make the mistake of doing the things that provide the least resistance, the least skill set, and really the least opportunity of uh, being rejected. They are taught incorrectly to do those things first when building the real estate business. That is an absolute huge, enormous mistake. And if you do that, you will not only spend a lot of money on silliness, but you will also most likely fail out of the business. So there is a place for passive lead generation. There is a place for social media and whatnot, but it comes after the, the analogy is the leads, uh, the, the lead generation wheel, right? So if you can imagine a spoked wheel, a wagon wheel, you know, Julie and I are out West. So we've seen some old historic wagons, right? So they've got those enormous spoked wheels and each of those spokes basically is there to add integrity to the wheel. So your visualization or what you should be working towards is a wheel with at least seven spokes, but the primary spokes, the spokes you build first are the ones that are the proactive uh, lead generation spokes. Those are the ones that are skills-based. Those are the ones that are going to be in your control. Those are going to be the ones where you can get better at that skill and you can become more effective at generating those leads versus all the passive stuff. The passive stuff where you're waiting around for a lead to show up is going to drive you insane and make you broke. The, the business, the sound business, the smart business, the controllable business that you want to have is always going to be based on proactive lead generation. And if you want to supplement with passive lead generation, go right ahead. And that's, of course, one of the things we teach you in our premier coaching program. Yes. So the theme is supplement. This is in addition to your normal lead generation, not instead of. Okay, so we're going to set this up with a few quick rules. This is your Monday to Friday social media system. Here's the rules. First, provide value with each post and include a call to action. That's what do you want them to do about it. Next simple rule, keep it simple. Don't over-engineer. Also, don't pay somebody else to do this for you. And do do this systematically each week. So what we've got here, Tim, is a day-by-day -day systematic approach. For example, let's just start with Monday. Monday, market update. People always read these and they, you know, they're looking fresh in Monday. What's going on? What happened over the weekend? We market know, update. We have coaching clients who have built their businesses basically as one of their main spokes off just basically being a consistent and reliable source of local market news to their particular yes. drilled down neighborhoods. Yes. And people collect that. They compare week over week, month over month. They compare price ranges. They compare zip codes. They may be thinking about moving from one place to the other. This is something they do pay attention to. Market call, update. Call to action though. Mm -hmm. You drilled, you kind of glazed over that. Do you have sample gotten, called suggested ones? I'm okay. getting there. I won't touch it. You can supplement. Point. It's okay. No, so, so your market update, the way to think of that is what's hot and what's not. A simple absorption study showing facts that everybody wants to know. Facts such as average sale price for your metro area, average days on the market, is it going up or down, month over month or quarter over quarter, 
Average list to sell price ratio, up or down. What's the best selling price ranges? What are the best selling zip codes? And you can split the above into several different posts if you like. But Monday's theme, and I made that on purpose, Monday market update so that you can remember it. The call to action for a specific analysis on your neighborhood and a comparative market analysis to see what your home is worth in today's market, contact me here. And make it easy for them to contact you. Well, so the thing that works, that'll always work, and uh, if you've been in the business for a long time, you know exactly what I'm going to say, is a CMA or some kind of market valuation of their property or a market valuation of a property that they're considering moving up to. Maybe mm -hmm. they want to know more about what the market's becoming. And if you guys look at it, for example, Zillow and Open Door, and you look at all these different companies, they're just using that same gimmick that's been around forever. And it is a gimmick, I mean, in essence, but there's nothing wrong with but it. But it does work. Yeah, sure does. I mean, offerings, there was a, uh, when Julie and I were selling real estate, one of the things we used to do was, uh, I think, was New Albany, Ohio home values. We had different websites where people could just land on it, and they could just basically request a CMA. Uh, and then we would market to our centers of influence and past clients the, the website so they could go and request their CMA. And the key is when you do generate leads like that, you want to make sure you call them back immediately. And that was always the, the deciding factor as to whether or not that was going to be a viable business. Just simply call them back. Well, hover there, though, Tim, because mm -hmm. some of these guys are tempted to – text them to opt them into a drip system to do this and that and the other thing just call them yeah definitely call them well i'll give let, let's just give several sure. examples at the same time to make this really effective uh, michael and robin gordon who mm -hmm. are one of our uh, longtime coaching clients they're one of our five coaching clients you know 20 years ago and they are one of the top agents in the country right now they have been doing postcards to their market in the main line forever and he will occasionally do, Michael will occasionally put a CTA on there offering to a home valuation. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I coached him to do is not just delegate the CMA to somebody and then spin it off to an administrative assistant and have them do it, some automated, impersonal, whatever. The move is to always call them back and say, hi, this is Tim Harris. You requested a CMA. I'm working on this now. I want to confirm some of the information in your, about your property. And then just confirm. It's a four-bedroom. It's got this, the other thing. And just so that I'm clear, ideally, and this is the question that will basically help you sift and sort quickly, ideally, how soon do you want this property sold? And what you'll find is for every people that are requesting a CMA, every 10, let's say, you're going to have eight that are saying, well, we just were interested in the value, but you're going to have two that are going to, you're going to discover are interested in selling their homes. Now, you could also do this, and this isn't necessarily social marketing, but this does work. If you've got a newspaper, a local newspaper that in by local it's not it can be just one of those coupony newspapers that are all over California but ideally it's going to be one of those neighborhood newspapers that talks about like the high school sports scores and you know what's for lunch at the local elementary school a lot of parts of the country still have little local newspapers they're always free they're usually thrown at the doorstep or hung on the mailbox or whatever if you have a newspaper like that and if there's it's not chock full of agent advertising get a flyer together which will usually cost you virtually nothing the newspaper company will print it for you use a bright fluorescent color and uh, in our premier coaching program we have lots of lots of suggestions on what you can do to elicit um you know, a, a solicit basically, a seller's interest in uh, asking for a CMA. Or you could even, if you're in a market that's you have some incredibly motivated buyers and maybe those buyers also have houses to sell, once you find them something, you can even copy some of our ad samples uh, with regards to basically what to put on those flyers. All this stuff works, but again, you guys can see just as I was describing these ideas, it's hit or miss. 
I mean, maybe the paper goes out, maybe it doesn't. Maybe the ad copy on your ad works, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it goes out during a holiday week, maybe it doesn't. But picking up the phone and learning how to be a proactive lead generator always works because you can drill down on what did or didn't work. You can drill down on how many contacts you can make. You can drill down on how effective you are at uh, what you're saying when you call those people. That is what the proactive lead generation is all about. Yes, so that was Monday. That's all about your Monday market update. The idea here is to do this every Monday systematically and be in the habit and to remove the thought of, gosh, you know, I, I know I should be posting more. What should I do? What should I post? We're systemizing that for you. So Tuesday, coming soon. Now, this is ideally with your listings going into the MLS, of course, following your MLS rules. About to hit the market. Be the first to see it. That's your call to action. It might be listings that your brokerage has coming up. It could be new construction you know about. But Tuesday is all about coming soon what's coming and be the first to see it. Call if, me, you know, for that information. And if nothing's coming soon in your marketplace, <laughs> you might want to uh, use that time to talk about maybe new construction or some other housing trend. Yes. Julie and I are in Napa, California today, mm -hmm. and we're going down to San Francisco today, Yes. which is only about 90 minutes away, which mm -hmm. is nice. And we were, for example, I'll tell you something that Julie and I saw when we were driving around Napa yesterday. There is, and I, you know, there was a lot of positive news on Inman in particular about this new startup called Picasso, which in, it was, in, was in essence a shared ownership model, kind of like a timeshare for individual homes. And there was, a, I think, Spencer Raskoff was the CEO. There's nothing but uh, little sh flowery news and in Inman about this. But I'll tell you right now, you drive around the neighborhoods in Napa, they have no interest in Picasso. Zero they, love for Picasso. There are people who have signs in their yards that are advertising no Picasso, no timeshare. And not no, just a few either. Right. So if I were you and I were in a market like Napa, I would definitely know both sides of that argument. And I would maybe have that be something that you can inform people because it's on everyone's mind. And it's housing related. It is right in your wheelhouse. Get at the center of that conversation. Don't necessarily take a side unless one side's clearly the winner, frankly. Mm -hmm. But you, you want to run right down the middle and offer and, you know, perspectives on both sides. You know, obviously, homeowners think that Picasso and shared ownership models are going to adversely affect their neighborhoods. And then other people are maybe thinking that it will increase the values. You need to be able to argue both sides of that's it. That's right. And then w that's just a for example. So if you – Julie's That's a local example. You have different local examples right. in your area. And maybe you can go over to um, find out about what's proposed to get built. Maybe there's a new – you know, you guys get the idea. The more of an expert and the more – familiar you become with the micro markets within your market, the more people are going to be attracted to doing business with you, provided you let them know that you have this knowledge. That's the key. You can't just be a hoarder of all this interesting knowledge. You have to be somebody that becomes a disseminator of all this interesting knowledge. And that ultimately is what Julie is describing as far as what you should be doing on social. And obviously your primary objective, have one primary objective on social and don't have it be brand building. Brand building is too obtuse and you cannot, you do not know really whether it's working or not. Just because your best friend from high school says they saw your Instagram post, that is not the same as your best friend from high school saying, come list my house. And don't just assume that because your best friend from high school saw your Instagram post uh, that they're going to call you over to list their house unless you did what Julie said, which is have a very explicit and direct call to action or a CTA. 
You have to have one goal when you're marketing a message, when you're marketing anything. If you have multiple goals or give people more than one option, one thing to do, they're going to be instantly confused and they're not going to pay attention to anything that you're saying. So your one mission when you're doing any kind of passive lead generation, which is what social networking is, is to try to, is not try, generate listing leads. That's exactly it. So on to Wednesday, Wanted Wednesday, your home for my highly motivated and pre-approved or all cash buyers. All of you guys have buyers. You're dripping in buyers. You are not dripping in inventory. I have an idea for that. So if you are not with eXp, this idea will not work for you. But if you are with eXp, you definitely want to become certified to be a express offers express offers agent, which then will allow you to have access to eXp's iBuyer program. eXp's iBuyer program gives you the advantage of being able to walk into a seller's house just like Open Door, just like Zillow, just like all these other uh, instant offers companies. In some markets, these don't even exist, but in other markets, they're a competitor. But you can walk in, talk with a seller and say, Mr. Seller, I can give you an all cash offer on this property. Here's how it works. And if you then we'll, we'll evaluate the offers together, you decide whether it makes sense to you. And if it doesn't, then we go ahead and do the traditional route of getting the property listed. But remember, we've always got the all cash offer in our back uh, pocket in case you decide that you want to sell the house quick, quickly for all cash. And that is only available to you if you're an EXP agent. If you're interested in joining G, uh, Julie and I at EXP, and if you're looking for a sponsor that's going to be very proactive in your success at EXP, we are formally applying for the job. You can just go to ylibertas.com or text EXP to 47372. Text EXP to 47372. If you're tired of me get, telling you to text EXP to 47372 and you're ready to join EXP and you just want to sc- uh, jump to the front of the line, just uh, text me directly on my cell phone, which is 512-758-0206. Yes, yeah, so Wanted Wednesday, Tim just really gave you a killer tool for those EXP agents that have express offers training. But even if you're not yet over to eXp, Wanted Wednesday, you can record a video of what your buyers need and be specific. Remember that your call to action is, who do you know who's a match for my anxious buyer clients? This is to create, yes, something for your buyers to buy, but also a plethora of listing leads for you. So don't be confused about that. In your call to action, you can mention that your buyers can be flexible with closing dates and possession, mention they would consider a seller leaseback, etc. So that's all about Wanted Wednesday. Again, that's not just once, that's every Wednesday. Thursday, thrilled clients. Thursday is for thrilled clients. Client testimonial videos. Ideally, this is in front of the listing you just sold with a sold sign. Detail about the transaction and what a great job you did for them. Call to action. I'd love for you to be my next happy client. Call me here. Contact me today. And you can also throw that free CMA offer on that. So here's a couple elements with regards to testimonials. One, don't fake them. Now, if you don't have anybody, it's awkward sometimes to ask people for testimonials. And one of the best things to do is just go to their house when they're happy, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, go over to their house after they've moved into the property. And then with your cell phone, don't ask them to do a testimonial and send it to you. Walk into their front door with some sort of housewarming gift, maybe some flowers Warm or them up. whatever. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Or caffeinate them up, give them some coffee yep. and then walk in and hold your phone in front of them and ask them what were the three or two points or three things, whatever. Get them, give them an outline or a script to think about. You know, Julie, what are the three things that you really love about your new house? Or what are the three things that you, uh, that, you enjoyed or you appreciated about doing business with me, whatever you guys say it, however you're going to say it. But when you're sitting there holding a phone in front of them, everyone's going to be nervous and apprehensive, but they're all going to do it. Tell them, look, it can just be quick and sweet because the difference is, is you, once you get a video, 
you can use the obviously you can use the video everywhere but the other thing the video will do is you can take a screenshot of just the still of their picture and then you can take a quote from what they said in the video and now you have uh, different forms of media you can use everywhere yeah, you have but, more to work with. but for the most part nothing is more powerful than a short to the point video you should make a habit of start to stockpile as many of these as you possibly can People oftentimes won't even watch the videos. They'll just see you have client testimonial videos. They won't watch them. Just the visualization of the video will be en enough to, for them to think, well, this person liked you know, doing business with Bob enough that they're willing to do a video. It's an endorsement, basically. Right. You know? Okay, and it does, not to, it does not have to be over-engineered, to your point, Tim. Show up, turn your phone on. It's, I think it's better. I think it's more authentic when it's just kind of – impromptu yeah i, I just the closing, think it's, it's the closing better. table sometimes is a good place sometimes. to do it but Assuming usually it went well you're right exactly <laughs> and people are sometimes too stressed when yeah. they get the house when the contract is signed especially if they're you know happy it's about it right that's another good time to have the, uh, to do it um again the point is try to get short videos short videos are going to be evergreen they're going to work for you forever and if you have if your goal is to try to get a new video look have it just as an idea try to get a video from your old clients your new clients you can get videos why people should do business with you your neighbors your friend get one from your dog it doesn't matter mm -hmm. well maybe your dog will be weird actually you know what's funny thing is if you got one of a talking dog you know, I bet you that one yeah. would kill it. Because you know. could like you could like translate what the totally dog could. is saying. There's all kinds ruff, of fun ruff. stuff you Bob can do. Bob is that. great. Ruff, ruff, ruff. He does a great job exactly. finding homes for other people uh, who have dogs. It could be you know, your buyer's dog. Thanks for getting me a backyard finally. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I'm so though. tired of having to pee on the deck. You know, it could be fun. Okay, now Friday you've got some options. Charity events that you're sponsoring or attending that are coming up. Maybe, you know, we're we're near the beach, so I always think about uh, beach cleanups are a big thing yep. on the coasts. Uh, but whatever the charity event that you're sponsoring or attending or uh, participating in, invite them to see you there or donate, etc. You can also do a buy or sell with me, adopt a pet for free. That's a great thing you can do with the Humane Society. We've talked about that before. And or announcing open houses coming up that you are hosting. Sneak preview, neighbors open, followed by a public open house. Who do you know who would love to buy this house? Here's how to find me. Here's the address that I'll be hosting between 1 and 3 on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, all these are possible, are powerful ideas, but remember, guys, none of this, even if you do it in mass, is going to replace direct, proactive, uh, pre qualifying. This is in support of. This is in support of. If you're doing this stuff and you're also every single day doing the proactive lead generation that we prescribe for all of you guys to do primarily as far as your lead generation goes, you will be unstoppable. You very rarely, like never, see anybody who's been able to build a long-term sustainable business primarily based on passive lead generation, let alone centers of influence and past clients. What they typically do is they'll reach a threshold to how many units they can do, and then to try to do more units, they'll start spending lots and lots of money. What they're not doing is when they start spending lots and lots of money because they're being passive lead generators and they're spending on pay-per-click and branding and all this stuff, is their net profit just basically evaporates. They're focused on the wrong number. They should be focused on their net profit, not just on uh, churning more units. But if you are proactively generation based and then you supplement with all these other things, guys, you're unstoppable. This is this, this is what we teach you to do in our coaching program. But don't be confused. Don't flip it. Don't do the passive stuff first and then thinking that you can somehow skip the proactive stuff because you really can't. Yes, and, and they're going to want me to review this real quick. Remember, all of this is proactive and in addition to not instead of Monday is your market update. 
Tuesday is coming soon. Wanted Wednesday. So Wednesday is wanteds for your buyers. Thursday, thrilled clients. That's the testimonial piece. And then Friday, you've got some options, things that you're going to participate over the weekend and or open houses. So that is your systematic plan. Do it the same way week in and week out. So travel update, as Julie and I said earlier, we are traveling down to San Francisco. Then we're going to be going down through uh, Monterey. Then we're going to be going through L.A. with a lot of people down there we're going to be visiting with. We're going to, we're not sure how far in California is, how far south we're going to go, but we're definitely going to go into Costa Mesa and Laguna Beach. I have a lot of friends there as well. And then we're turning back east. And I don't even know where the hell we're going after that. Uh, But for the next two weeks, we're relatively stationary. Okay. So this coming week, we'll be in San Francisco. The following week, which will be about August 8th to 15th, we'll be in the Monterey Peninsula. Then we're going a little bit south further into California and then turning back east. So any of our California or Nevada or, you know, if you guys are close and of course, all of California is easy to fly to. Come and visit us. Yep. And we're going to be, uh, we're posting updates on Instagram. It's at Tim and, you know, obviously at Tim and Julie Harris on Instagram. See, that's passively generation, mm-hmm. but there you go. Um, so we're posting there. So please do follow us there. And uh, if you're in any of those areas, we'd love to meet with some of you. We'd be getting lots of just tons and tons of trip. Oh, we did get some uh, people in Europe that are uh, listening to us. And guys, uh, this is a little, maybe a, a too far in advance. But we are going to be doing a European um, Harris EXP tour next year. And we're going to be starting in France or I don't even know where. But we're definitely going to be doing a European trip next year. And we're definitely going to be going to Italy, France, probably Germany. August, September. August, September. So that's going to be happening next year. So for all of our coaching clients and our podcast listeners who are over in Europe, and frankly, we have a lot of EXP uh, friends over there as well, we are going to be visiting you, if not sooner than next summer, but definitely next summer. In the meantime, if you guys need us for anything, remember, you can just text me directly at 512-758-0206. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.